Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the- Course in Miracles podcast. Probably hear the chair squeaking a little bit. Hear me fidgeting around. Coming to you from Southern California. It's so expensive here. I need the Holy Spirit to pay my rent. <laughs> I am entitled to miracles. Lesson, whichever one was that, 80-something maybe. I am entitled to miracles. Holy Spirit, please pay my rent. That being said, I did. I have had some financial miracles this week. Um, I just have. I secured a heck of a lot of business. I think I mentioned this several episodes ago. Um, I secured about two years' worth of business, and that came, I don't attribute that to anything other than prayer and also hard, like hard work. I've been, I've been doing what I do, as I've mentioned before, I'm a coach, life coach, business coach, executive coach, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've been doing this for 12 years and becoming successful at coaching is not easy. It just isn't. You have to, you have to work at it in such a particularly hard way. Um, and it's all internal stuff. It's all your stuff. There are very few people who hang up a coaching sign. Hey, I'm a coach and get even one client out of that. So that's the, that's where the work begins. You say, Hey, I'm a coach. And then crickets, maybe like people like your, I'm a coach now post on Facebook. And that's that. And that is where you're like, oh, okay, now what? And then that's what you have a coach for. And the coach says, well, yeah, exactly, now what? So, so, now, so now what would the plan be moving forward? Well, I guess I got to. And then coaches say, you know, this sounds kind of like, and it's really fascinating work. And so to become a coach who is able to support him or herself is, it, like I said, it's just not not easy at all. And it does require a certain level of miraculousness in the sense that you need to discover a very particular way to get out of the way so that God can bring to you the people that you can, you know, make a big difference with. And real coaching, um, it, it makes a real difference for people. It makes a transformational purpose, uh, permanent rather, permanent difference in the lives of human beings if, you know, done correctly with the right coach and the right client. So this wasn't, uh, I'm not trying to like plug my coaching, but feel free to reach out if you'd ever like to book a call. It's, it's really cool when you have something like the Course in Miracles as a, like a backdrop, as something to rely on or to have sort of running the show in the background um, so that you know, you can partner with another person to discover how exactly you get out of your way so as to free the Holy Spirit to come do his magic. I think I mentioned this. I'm not like a, I don't call myself a spiritual coach or anything like that. I'm an ontological coach and ontology is the study of being. So I'm ontologically trained. Enough about coaching. Enough about me. On to the lesson of the day, lesson 165, another slightly shorter lesson. And let not my mind deny the thought of God. 
What makes this world seem real except your own denial of the truth that lies beyond? What but your thoughts of misery and death obscure the perfect happiness in the eternal life your Father wills for you? And what, and what could hide what cannot be concealed except illusion? And what could hide what cannot be concealed except illusion? What could keep you from what you already have except your choice to see it not, denying it is there? The thought of God created you. If left you not, nor have you ever been apart from it an instant. It left you not, nor have you ever been apart from it an instant. It belongs to you. By it you live. It is your source of life, holding you one with it, and everything is one with you because it left you not. The thought of God protects you, cares for you, makes soft your resting place, and smooth your way, leaving, lighting your mind with happiness and love. Eternity and everlasting life shine in your mind because the thought of God has left you not and still abides with you. Wow, that is just beautiful. That's one of those just beautiful Course in Miracles sentences. Eternity and everlasting life shine in your mind because the thought of God has left you not and still abides with you. Who would deny his safety and his peace, his joy, his healing and his peace of mind, his quiet rest, his calm awakening, if he but recognized where they abide? Would he not instantly prepare to go where they are found, abandoning all else as, all else as worthless in comparison with them? And having found them, would he not make sure they stay with him and him remain with, and he remain with them? Deny not heaven. It is yours today, but for the asking. Nor need you perceive how great the gift, how changed your mind will be before it comes to you. Ask to receive it, it is given you. Conviction lies within it. Till you welcome it as yours, uncertainty remains. Yet God is fair. Sureness is not required to receive what only your acceptance can bestow. Ask with desire. You need not be sure that you request the only thing you want. But when you have received, you will be sure you have the treasure you have always sought. What would you then exchange for it? What would induce for now to let it fade away from your ecstatic vision? For this sight proves that you have exchanged your blindness for the seeing eyes of Christ. Your mind has come to lay aside denial and accept the thought of God as your inheritance. Now is all doubting past, the journey's end made certain, and salvation given you. Now is Christ's power in your mind to heal as you were healed. For now you are among the saviors of the world. Your destiny lies there and nowhere else. Would God consent to let his son remain forever starved by his denial of the nourishment he needs to live? Abundance dwells in him and deprivation cannot cut him off from God's sustaining love from his home. Practice today in hope. For hope indeed is justified. 
Your doubts are meaningless, for God is certain, and the thought of him is never absent. Sureness must abide within you who are host to him. This course removes all doubts which you have interposed between him and your certainty of him. We count on God and not upon ourselves to give us certainty. And in his name, we practice his word, directs we do. And in his name, we practice as his word, directs we do. His sureness lies beyond our every doubt. His love remains beyond our every fear. The thought of him is still beyond all dreams and in our minds, according to his will. Wow. Let not my mind deny the thought of God. Lesson 165. We are almost halfway there. In a handful of lessons, we will be halfway there. It is such an honor to share this work with you. I've heard it said that um, David Hawkins says if you want to achieve enlightenment, you could just pick one principle and, and adhere, one spiritual principle and just like adhere to it. So just decide to be kind and loving and benevolent towards life in all of its expressions, always, no matter what, including yourself, and you will ascend, you, you will transcend the ego by just doing that. So in a lot of ways, Course in Miracles is complicating something that could in fact be that simple. But in our complicating the simple with these very, very, very dense Course in Miracles lessons, we are unraveling so many subtleties, so many profound little nuggets, so many nuanced little considerations. This is no idle fantasy. Thank you all again for tuning in to the Course in Miracles podcast. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.